Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back with another episode for y'all. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about when I almost died from rat poisoning. This is not a funny story, but <laughs> now I look back on it and I laugh about it. You know what I mean? But back then, it wasn't a, a laughing matter for me because I almost left here, y'all. <laughs> I almost left here. But check this out. Back in the day, right, we had, you know, uh, you know, when, when, when I first came in, again, like I said, a long time ago, we had sandwich man, right? And a sandwich man is basically somebody that works in the chow hall that will bring you food out of the kitchen for a fee. You know what I mean? So I had one of the guys that used to bring me breakfast. I love breakfast, the best meal of the day, so on and so forth. So every weekend, this guy would bring me pancakes, bacon, eggs with cheese, loaded up. I had me a product, a dozen scrambled eggs with cheese in it, so thick you can stick a fork in it and it wouldn't fall down about 12 pieces of bacon you know what i'm saying and orange juice right yeah we had real orange juice back then right i was like i was living at the rich Harton or something like that right but anyway check this out this guy would bring me this every weekend now one particular weekend he bought me my meal and i had a visit so i didn't go to visit i mean excuse me i went to visit so i didn't eat my meal so i put it up then when I got back from visit, I said, well, you know, I like eating breakfast any time of the day, so I'm going to eat later on tonight so I don't have to, you know, fix me a meal, right? So when the nighttime came, I was still full from eating hamburgers and hot dogs and visit. It was picnic weekend, so we could cook out. So I was still full, so I didn't really eat the meal that he had brought for me. I put it to the side, I said, I'm going to eat it uh, Sunday morning, right? So Sunday morning came, man, I ran to the microwave, heated it up, eating good, feeling good, and almost like... Two or three minutes after I get the whole meal down, my stomach started hurting. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's because I kept it overnight. You know, you keep that bacon like that. Ain't no telling what might happen. You know what I'm saying? So my stomach started hurting. But then when my stomach started hurting, I felt like I had to throw up. So now here I am. I'm throwing up, using the toilet at the same time. It's killing me, right? So after that finish, I'm feeling okay. So I go to the phone right out in the park. And I'm on the phone and my head starts spinning. And I'm sweating. And about that time, I fall over. I really didn't pay, a, I mean, I really didn't see it, but one of my guys, he ran over and scooped me, right? He was my, over my security, so he's always watching me. And he saw me about to pass out. So he scooped me right before I hit the ground, take me into the cell, lay me on the bunk. And while I'm on the bunk, I'm throwing up out the side of my mouth. Everybody's panicking, like, what's wrong with Joe? What's going on with Joe? The officer come over there. He hit the button, call for, you know, a medical, uh, medical emergency. Nurses and everybody run down to the unit. And now it's like they rushed me up to the clinic, got me on the gurney. I'm tripping. I'm not all the way conscious, but I'm, I'm conscious and aware enough to know this ain't straight. Something is wrong, right? You know what I mean? I'm still throwing up. I can't stop it. They get me up to the clinic, got me in the back, putting ice all on my head. They treat me like I'm an overdose or something. They got ice on my nutsack. I don't know what's going on. And I'm in there. I'm chilling now. I'm freezing, but I'm still throwing up. They can't get me to stop throwing up. So they tell me that they're going to take my blood pressure. They got stuff all on my chest. They pumping the thing for my blood pressure. It's sky high. My heart about to pop out my chest. I don't know what's going on. I'm really afraid because I'm thinking, okay, this is what it feel like when you're about to die. But ain't nobody telling me to be calm. And they just looking at me. Ain't nobody talking to me. Then I see one of them get on the telephone like they're going to call the hospital or something. But he said, well, we taking care of him right now. He hang up the phone. I'm like, wait a minute. This ain't right. I need to be going to the hospital because I'm throwing up. But I'm looking at him. I can't really talk, right, because I'm throwing up so much, but I got panic in my eyes, and I'm looking at him. I know these folks see me panicking like that, but ain't nobody really coming to my aid. They're doing what they do, but it really ain't stopping me from throwing up, right? It just keeps coming, and it keeps coming. I didn't even have that much food in me. You know what I'm saying? But it keeps coming out. And then after that, I start dry heaving. Ain't nothing else in me. 
and it's hurting me. You know what I'm saying? So this nurse, this dude is dealing with me. I think he was a PA though, a physician's assistant. He dealing with me, and then now I stopped throwing up. But like I said, I'm dry heaving, but I'm feeling a little better. And I'm laying back. He take my blood pressure while I'm laying down. This guy hot. Then he said, can you raise up? I said, no, nah, I can't raise up. Now my throat is hoarse because I've been throwing up so much. They eased me from my back. The other nurse and raised me up. They said they want to take my blood pressure while I'm laying down and setting up. I don't know what that means. When I raise up with the help of the nurse, I threw up all over the nurses, uh, the physician's assistant, the dude that was dealing with me, right? He stopped pumping the thing, fall back like, like I had done something wrong. I'm in here sick, about to die, and he worrying about me throwing up on his shirt. So he jumped back in his chest and said, oh, man, you threw up on me. I'm looking at him like, That's, look, man, you need to take care of me, man. So anyway, this man, after a few minutes, he tell me to lay back down. I'm just sitting there lump. I am exhausted, y'all. I ain't got no fluids in me, and my throat is sore. I really can't talk like I want to. I'm mad, but I'm scared. I don't know what's going on. They lean me back down. I'm laying on the gurney, and he tells me, to look, you're going to be all right. When he said that, I'm looking at him like, well, what happened? What was going on? He said, you just probably got a hold to some bad food. I said, man, ain't no way in the world that's no bad food. So anyway, this man, he take a sample, put it in a cup. I don't know what they doing with it. You know what I mean? He take a sample, put it in a cup. He said, we're going to send this to the lab and see what's going on with you, right? I said, all right. This man give me two bags of ice and three juices. Two of them were orange juice, one of them was grape juice. It tell me to drink this, and then he gave me a, a packet of Tylenol. It said, take these and you should be all right, but just lay down. Then he gave me an AVO, and AVO basically is like giving me permission to miss work, because this is a Sunday, so I have to go to work the next day unless I have an excuse, right? So he gave me three days where I don't have to go to work. So I get back to the unit. My guys take me back to the unit. They got me in the bed, and now, all of a sudden, I'm starting to think, wait a minute, man. What's really going on with me? So, brother them said, where you get the food from? I said, man, I got it from bro. Now, this guy that I'm talking about, I ain't going to call his name. I ain't going to put him on blast like that. You know what I'm saying? But this guy, he's one of the guys, but he's not on count. And basically, what that means is he's one of the guys, but he don't want to associate with us. So, go your way. You feel what I'm saying? So, anyway, I said, man, get him in this cell, man. Now, I'm laying back on the bed. Now, don't get it twisted. The room is not that big, but I got about 15, 20 guys in there. Everybody's concerned about me. They mad. They want blood because it's like somebody tried to kill the nine. You know what I'm saying? The nine is the person in charge, all right? So I'm laying in the bed, man. Really, you know, I ain't laughing or nothing, right? <laughs> but I'm laying in the bed looking like Don Coleone. You know what I'm saying? It is really going down. You know, they got the towel over here. Everybody's like, we should be well and talking this and that, man. We find out what happened. We're going to take care of that for me, right? And I got to admit, it went to my head a little bit. I'm like, these dudes really care about me, right? Now, keep, don't get it twisted. Later on in my life, I find it's a bunch of bull. But that's what I felt like at the time. I want y'all to get in the moment with me, right? So at the time, I'm feeling like I'm really running things. So they go get the guy, bring him into the room. And I said, man, what was in that food, man? I said, man, you trying to kill me, man? Now, he's looking at me. He's looking around. And everybody, he's like, he know what this is. Because he he's one of the guys, like I say, but he's not on council. He know what this is. If he don't answer me the right way, off with his head. And ain't nobody finna play with him. Because I really wanted to choke him myself. I wanted to do this myself with my own hands. I didn't really want nobody else to do it. Because I feel like this dude had tried to kill me, right? So anyway, he said, now I swear, man, I don't know what's going on. I stole that tray from such and such. I said, wait a minute. Where you get the food from? 
Now keep in mind, he telling me that he has stole this food from somebody else, right? Now, I didn't catch that at the time. That'll be relevant in a few minutes, right? All I heard is he got the food from such and such. So slap him upside his head. Some of the guys beating on him. I said, man, get him up out of here and go get them, man. So they come in here. Now these two guys, these lovers, okay? So they bring them in the cell and they all boo-hooing and crying before I can even get a question out my mouth. But when I say, man, I don't know what y'all got going, man, but what's really going on, man, with that food, man? Y'all trying to kill me? I said, no, 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 Joe T. We weren't, that wasn't meant for you. That wasn't meant for you. I said, what you mean it wasn't meant for me? I said, what was in the food? And they were like, man, dude, again, I'm not calling his name, so I'm saying dude in the place of the, they said, dude been stealing our food, man. That's how we get our money too. So we put some rat poison in it and we were going to get him. That wasn't meant for you. I said, you put rat poison in the food. I said, hold up. That ain't right. What you trying to do? You trying to kill him? It said, man, we don't care nothing about him. He's stealing our food. I said, so you trying to tell me a little two dollars? Because at the time you give him two dollars, and that's what that amount of food was worth, right? I said, so you gonna kill somebody over two dollars? They said, we sick of him. He keeps stealing our food, so on and so forth, right? So before I can even, you know, I'm laying in the bed, I'm feeling bad. Before I could even say get them up out of here, the guys start beating and stomping on them, getting them up, get them, get them up out of here. So then they go get dude back and bring him back in the cell. I said, look here, man. I said, so. You been stealing trades. He said, yeah, that's what I was telling you. And I said, you ain't say that. But one of the guys said, yeah, he did, Joe He said he stole the trade. I, but I didn't lock in on that. Remember, I told you it's going to be relevant, so pay attention to keep up with me, right? So I didn't lock in on that when he first said it, right? So anyway, when he told me, y'all been stealing trades, look here, my chief of security popped him right in the mouth, dropped him right on the spot, dropped him to his knees, and everybody else started beating on him. And now I'm laying in the bed, and I'm looking at him. And I ain't got no sympathy for him. I'm going to keep it real. I ain't got no sympathy for him because I'm laying in the bed. I can't talk real good. My throat is hurting. I've been throwing up. Ain't nothing left in me. I feel like I'm still going to die. These folks at the clinic ain't done nothing to me. They just give me some drinks to drink, orange juice and grape juice and some ice, and tell me I'm going to be all right. Papa Tyler, no. I don't know what's going on, but now I just feel, found out that I've been poisoned with some rat poison by somebody that's trying to get somebody else for stealing a state tray. For stealing a state tray. Now, I guess you wonder, why am I telling you this story? What's the relevance in this story? Because you know, after all of my episodes, I try to wrap them up with a lesson, right? The lesson is this, y'all. The lesson is this. In here, as I said before on many of my broadcasts, anything goes in here. Anything goes. This man stole a $2 tray. A $2 tray. And they wanted to kill him for that. And you telling me this is the type of the lifestyle that you want to live? This is the lifestyle that you want to live where people would do something to you over a pair of, of some pancakes, eggs, and bacon? And this is the lifestyle? These are the types of people that you want to associate with? These are not the type of people that you want to be around. Trust me. Because just like that, you can lose your life for something as meager as pancakes, eggs, and bacon. I know you're out there, you're going to the IHOP, you're not thinking of such a big deal, but in here it is a big deal to people. Some people, because their minds are gone. Their minds are gone. They're so deep in that hole of darkness, in that evil space, that they believe that that solution, killing somebody, would stop that. They didn't bother to think, wait a minute, if we kill somebody, the police coming. If the police come, somebody's getting arrested, somebody's going to court. I ain't going to be able to sell no trays anyway. Why not just chalk that? That just goes to show you how far gone some people are in here. 
that just goes to show you how far some people are gone in here, right? I just wanted to drop that on y'all just to give y'all some insight real quick into the mind of some of the people in here so you can understand and think about before you make a decision that these are the types of people you want to be around and this is the type of lifestyle that you want for yourself or somebody that you love, think again, right? Think again. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, the crime critic. Peace, y'all.